guys. I'm Abby. And I'm Keith. Welcome to our 80s life. So we are fresh off the 80s cruise and we are back home. Yeah, we've actually been home a few weeks, but I think we confused our friends because we keep posting all these pictures and videos and some of you guys are thinking we're still on the cruise. Like my friend was like, that's a long cruise. I was like, no, it's it's actually a week. Yeah, I, w- I, wish it, I wish it was three or four weeks. I wish it was too, but we've been home for a few weeks. We just have so much footage and amazing pictures and video from just this jam-packed cruise. It was so much fun. We have so much to share with you guys. So we're going to be spreading it out over the next uh, couple of more weeks. And so that's, so we're actually our home and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> well, today we were very excited to have a very special guest. And I would have to say, this is probably the hardest working man on the eighties cruise. Mm-hmm. So we're going to welcome to the channel, Joey Fairchild. He is production director of the 80s cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> How you guys doing? We are doing great. How are you? It's good. It's good. It's good to be home and uh, starting to work on next year already. That's great. Oh my goodness. That's great. We were just talking about, you know, we were exhausted after being on the cruise for one week, but it has to be extra hard for you because you have the Star Trek cruise the week before, and then you have the 80s cruise, so you're going back-to-back two cruises in a row. And, and actually three in a row because we get, on, uh, we get on the week before. So we do a pre-cruise before any oh, charter. Oh, okay. So, yeah, before any charter, there's a, a small team of us, like 10, 10, 11 people that go out, and um, we just start getting everything ready. We start talking to the cruise ship. We start going through our programs, how it's all going to work. Um, we do it all year long with them, but really that last week is when we really dive in really deep and a lot of, lot of details. So yeah, it was three weeks because we did the pre-cruise, Star Trek cruise, right into the 80s cruise. All right. We were wondering how the heck you did that on the front end. Because yeah. At least between the Star Trek cruise and the 80s cruise, you kind of have that, you know, that 12 hour period of things are winding down and you're getting ready for the next one. I'm like, how in the heck do you do on the front and you get everything on the boat and then you're ready to go when everyone gets on. So that's crazy. That makes much more sense. Yes. All right. So we should explain to people a little bit about your job. Okay. So Joey works for entertainment cruise productions. You'll hear us refer to it as ECP. And um, these guys basically take over a Royal Caribbean ship in, in this case. And, um, turn it into the themed cruise, which the one we go on and you've heard us talk about is the 80s cruise. Um, So how long have you worked for ECP? And can you kind of explain to us a little bit more about your job and what that entails? And I'd say probably also, how did you get into this? Yeah. You can throw that in there as well. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. Let's see. Um, How do I get into it? So uh, I am fifth generation entertainment. Um, I grew up in the industry. It's all I've really ever done. I've had like one quasi what I say a real job, and I don't even know if that was a real job. I worked at a car wash. I did a couple other little things like that. Um, but entertainment is all I've ever known. So um, I come from a touring background is what I did. I toured with a lot of bands as a production manager, lighting designer, and then I got into the cruise industry through a band I was working with. I started with Entertainment Cruise Productions in 2005. So I've been there 18 years this oh, wow. year. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And my job is I'm the, the production director. So a lot of what I do is logistics. Uh, the, the first kind of step is 
figuring out all the different things that we need to bring onto the ship to do the, um, the, the theme, whatever the theme is in this being the eighties cruise. It's a lot of musical equipment, a lot of drums, keyboards, guitar amps, all the sound systems, lighting systems, video walls, all of that. So all the logistics and dealing with customs, getting all that stuff on board. I'm also involved with all the decor and theming. And I work with a whole team of like what we want to do on the ship. So if we're taking a bar, that's usually a pub. And on this last cruise, as you know, we turned it into a gremlins bar. So we, we do the brainstorming and the design and the thinking on all that. Um, and then the, the best part is I get to work with all the bands and all the talent. So I work with them throughout the year once we have our lineup set and we talk about uh, not only their shows, but uh, the other things they're going to do. So we talk about their Q&As, which VJ they might want to uh, have run their Q&A or vice versa, which VJ wants to do certain bands. And then some of the other things, too, we'll work with them as to what they want to do um, for their for their other activities. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts and quick broad strokes of what I do. Wow, that's so interesting. I just wonder, when do you find time to sleep? <laughs> Definitely yeah. when we get home. We, we crash when we get home, but when we're out there, we're running on adrenaline and caffeine. Yeah. I mean, the schedule on the cruise is so crazy. I think you should put those pictures up, too, oh, because yeah. we have some pictures of you. Uh-oh. You're everywhere. You're literally everywhere. Uh -oh. and, and Joey <laughs> participates in the costumes as well. Now, I have to say... A lot of our viewers really loved your that middle one, the Humpty Dance um, uh -huh. guy. Yeah, okay, that was an amazing costume. I didn't even realize it was you until afterwards when you were tagged in the pictures, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was Joey!" <laughs> Great costume. Yeah, and, and we love and we loved the uh, horror night this year. That was yes. uh, that was a good time, and, and y'all did a great job of getting the uh, promenade. The scare zone. The scare zone was great. Yeah, that's a, a plus. That's a good one. We have fun with that. <laughs> yes, we love the haunted houses. Uh, some of them are our earliest videos or us doing haunted houses going through them. And we've always loved that. So when we saw that theme, we got real excited. I saw you on a ladder hanging some decorations. And later I saw you dressed as a scary clown. I mean, you just you're everywhere. You're doing all the things. Well, that's what we do. You know, we, we work all year and, you know, we've started now. We're, we're home and we're starting to, to work on next year, but we work all year for the cruise. So when we get out on the cruise, that's that's our reward. That's the most rewarding part is finally being able to do it and see all the ideas and concepts come to life, see the guests hopefully enjoy it and the bands having fun. And, and that's what it's all about. So, yeah, we really we really don't sleep when we're out there, just kind of like the guests don't sleep because it's too much going on. And so, yeah, we're everywhere and we're having fun. Yeah, you get that FOMO. You fear of missing oh, yeah. out. <laughs> I get FOMO really bad. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know about, I know ECP has been going for a while, and you've been with them, you said, for a number of years. What are some of the other themes that they've either had in the past or that they currently offer? Yeah, well, we've been. I've been with them since... 2005 the company did their like first kind of official full charter in 2001 so we produced i want to say probably around 70 full ship charters <clears throat> and it's really what we do we don't do any half ship or anything so we do everything we do we take over the entire ship we've produced everything from jazz cruises to country cruises we've done an elvis cruise we've done nascar cruise we've done oldies cruises um, we produced and created the Soul Train Cruise. A lot of times other companies or people will come to us with concepts and they'll team up with us and have us help them create cruises. And we'll run them for a few years and then kind of send them off on their own or, 
you know, things like that. So we've done a lot. And then our current cruises that we're currently sailing right now is um, the 80s cruise, obviously, Star Trek, the cruise and the high seas rally, which is the world's only motorcycle rally on a cruise ship. I bet that's, that's a fun time. That's crazy. This guy rides motorcycles. So I, I have a Harley. I was like, Put so, uh, your blinders on. We can't do another cruise this year. But that's oh, that one's a great one because there's a big charitable component to it too. So we raise a lot of money for uh, for a dialysis fund and Wounded Warrior Project. Plus, we have bands and all the events that would be at a rally. So, yeah, it's a good one too. That's really cool. I love it. So, so I'm a logistics guy, and so I always get really intrigued on uh, on how you you pull this whole thing off. So, first, let's start with. How many employees or how many how many people does it take on board to pull off a cruise? <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so ECP, there's only about 14 or 15 full-time employees um, that work for the company year long. And then we do bring a lot of subcontractors on and uh, vendors who bring on staff as well. And we bring on probably around another 50 or 60 people. So there ends up being between 65 and 75 uh, staff on board. And that's everything from technical staff to event team and the, the team that JT works with, our cruise director, sales team, guest services. We bring our own hospitality staff on to kind of help and try to teach the ship kind of what our guest demographic is and make sure F&B is hopefully going the way we want it to and, you know, just things like that. So it's, uh, it is a lot of people that come on board to make it happen. Wow. I know I see them around with their shirts and everything, yeah, yeah. but I know a lot of them are behind the scenes. We've only gotten to know like a few of them. They're just all over. That's amazing. What an endeavor. Yeah. We saw you had a video on, on your, I think it was on your Facebook or maybe it was on it was like uh, last year's yeah. on Facebook. So you, you did a tour of the warehouse where everything is stored and that's in Orlando, correct? So we have, we have a couple different warehouses. Okay. Um, so one warehouse, I live in Sarasota, Florida. So okay. one warehouse is here in Sarasota and that houses a good amount of stuff. And a lot of some of the technical stuff, like we bring on a lot of office stuff. We bring on our own printers. We bring on, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, computers, bigger screens, um, a lot of the props and decor. And then we use a vendor in Orlando for a lot of uh, staging lighting, sound, and all that. And then we also have an area in their warehouse where we store a lot of the bigger props, uh, like the boom box um, on the 80s cruise and some of that. So then there's that. And then there's a third warehouse that's actually in Cape Canaveral, Florida, because that is our customs broker that we use to get everything on and off the ship. And that is kind of where everything from like pillow gifts um, and merchandise and stuff like that has to go and get cleared by customs before coming onto the ship. So it's kind of three warehouses we manage. The pillow gifts. I haven't heard them referred to as pillow gifts. We well, always call them you swag. go back to your cabin and you got a little gift on your pillow, we, right? We call them swag, but I like that <laughs> pillow gifts. That's cute. We love the pillow gifts. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're all super fun. So, so how different was it this year, considering we were we were porting out of Los Angeles instead of Port Canaveral, which mm -hmm. Logistically sounds that, you know, I know it's very complicated. You have three warehouses and it's probably not easy to get everything on the boat in Orlando, but how much more complicated was it to do it in, in LA? Um, certain, certain parts of it were definitely more logistics and more challenging, but it's, it's stuff we've done before. We've done cruises out of California. We've done cruises out of Europe. Oh, um, New Orleans. Oh, Europe. Wow. Yeah. We've done them kind of everywhere throughout the years, but you know, again, since our warehouses, our main warehouses are in Florida, everything had to be trucked from Florida. Um, a good portion of our staff 
or the production staff lives in Florida. So instead of us driving to the port, we all had to fly. So that was a different thing. A lot of the bands that usually fly in got to drive. So they liked it better. Oh, yeah. um, so just, just a little different like that. We use vendors that are national or nationwide. So they'll have uh, offices in different cities. So like some of our audio companies and big lighting companies, they could kind of pull from different places. Um, so instead of coming out of Nashville or Orlando, you know, we did pull from Los Angeles for those. So that was easier. So it's always one year it's easy, one year it's a little more challenging, but you just kind of roll with it and, yeah. uh, you know, how to move it around. And we did it. And now we're back to uh, back to the Caribbean and back to Florida next year. So it'd be a little easier for me. Yeah, we're really excited, excited to uh, go to Aruba and Curacao. Those yes. are those, yeah. those are two places I don't think otherwise I probably would would ever make it there. You know, so far, so far south, and uh, you know I hear such great things about it. So we're really excited to uh, to go there. And I'm kind of more excited about having really an extra day at sea in it as well because yeah. I think sea days are probably my favorite days. Me too. Yeah, yeah there is so much programming that it gives us an opportunity to spread some out, but one of adding more and then it'd be too much stuff for everyone to do as well. <laughs> That's always a challenge. All right. So I have to ask you this. I know in all the years you've been doing this, not everything's going to go perfect and smooth. Are there any crazy stories you can tell? Like what is the wackiest, craziest mishap or just weirdest thing? Spill hmm. some tea, Joey. You got any stories for us? Uh, mishaps. Wow. <laughs> we try not to have mishaps. Um, there's always yeah. stuff that happens behind the scenes, I guess, that nobody really sees, but that's kind of little stuff. Like sometimes you'll forget to bring a certain guitar amp for a band or something like that. And then there's not much you can do. You know, you're stuck at sea. So then you're, you're talking to them. Um, uh, year one, year one, the ship wasn't quite prepared and we ran out of alcohol. Certain brands. We didn't run out of all We've alcohol. heard the rumors about that. And depending on who you talk to, the, the entire ship was dry, but really it was certain certain things like okay. uh, yeah, I, I, i've seen the tagline a lot we drank the ship dry drank the ship dry yeah the, <laughs> let me tell you the year one cruisers are pretty proud they're, they're of that actually i mean it was at the time it wasn't fun but it was it was also kind of neat because we one of our ports was puerto rico so when we got to puerto rico we were on a holland america ship there was another holland america ship there so they transferred some stuff over there's also a local liquor store so they went and got some things like again i want to say it was like gold schlager or something like that probably not gold schlager but uh fireball that's what it was fireball <laughs> um what else um i don't know probably probably one of the biggest things that that happens that we can't control and is always the hardest to deal with is when you do have an artist or a band that has to cancel or postpone for a reason and that's just that's always the hardest to deal with. You know, we always try to roll with the punches and replace them the best we can. And then even the guests, you know, you guys have kind of gotten accustomed to like, hey, this may happen or that may happen. And, and those who come back know that we do our best to then replace them. Um, but that's always the most difficult, especially like if you've printed T-shirts already or you've done this already and they're on there, you know, that type of deal. It's kind of like, oh, this is this is the biggest, the hardest thing to deal with. I mean, last year, Living Color was a last-minute, like, bonus band. They were amazing. You guys brought them back. Amazing again. Um, yeah. I mean, we love that. Sometimes it ends up being a happy accident or whatever you want to call it. A happy like, surprise. Happy surprise. <laughs> so yeah. we're okay with that. We kind of liked the whole, like, surprise. We added another band. You know, Sometimes that was cool. Sometimes it goes that way, you know? 
Sure. So we've experienced two years of theme nights now, and we've had some that we really loved and we, we've liked them all, but some yeah. that we really love. So any memorable theme nights for you? Do you have a favorite that stands out from your many years of doing this? Uh, wow. That's a tough one. There is, there's a lot. Um, well, you mentioned it earlier, Horror Night. Horror Night's a great one. That was we one we did a few years ago. A lot of people liked it, so we brought it back. So that one, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but that one's a lot of fun. Um, you know, not everyone's into it, but the proms, I think, be, are becoming more and more a fan favorite for us because taking over, especially on this ship, taking over the dining room and having three floors of that party and they get the, you know, the guests get to vote on it. And so it's yeah. different every year, even though it's prom. So transforming it and trying to make it that. And it really is It's such a cool energy because everyone does kind of go back to high school that night. Yeah. You know, all the theme nights, yeah. All the theme nights are fun, but that night everyone does kind of have that, you know, that high school mentality and they're voting for the prom king and queen. And it's, it's all that uh, nerds and jocks. I don't know if you guys were there for that one. That was a great one. We missed uh, that one. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was the year before us. So. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> And then you can't, I mean, probably my favorite, just because it's so elaborate and it keeps getting bigger, it seems like is the pop icon night. Oh, yeah. The costumes are just so elaborate and what the guests come with every year is amazing. <laughs> They're over, those costumes are over the top, some of them. They're amazing, yeah. Unbelievable. Like, we cannot, we cannot compete with those costumes. We don't even try. We don't try. But we, <laughs> we do costumes, but we don't try. You just try. say that I dress up and stuff, and I do, but that's the one night I do not dress up because there's <laughs> no competing and no even trying to do, do it. I mean, but it's great. It's such a great night. I don't know. What's your, what is your, you've done it two years, right? You've been on yeah. the cruise? Yeah. We, I mean, so far, I think my favorite has been, to, was toga, the toga party. Toga party, yeah. But just because the energy at that toga party was just, so electric, so amazing. Um, I mean, it was so magical when I was just dancing and enjoying Trial by Fire and looked over and Terry Nunn was in a toga right by me. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm partying with Terry Nunn. Like, be cool. <laughs> it was just, that. that is never going to happen anywhere else in my life. So that was just the coolest thing. And this year we really enjoyed, same, it was kind of the same vibe the, the slumber party with uh, Tone Loke, the sleepover Tone Loke pajama party with Trial by Fire. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. Yeah, that, our, that, our favorite. That party was awesome. I think I lost my voice that night. Totally. <laughs> I lost my voice every night. Yeah. Who are we kidding? I always try to have one theme night because everyone goes out so much and has so much elaborate costumes. We always try to have one night that's kind of like the quote unquote, you can call it in, right? Like, so pajama night was great. Toga night was great. <clears throat> and sometimes it's those, those theme nights end up being the surprise hits of the cruise, you know, and it's the, you look at it on paper and people are like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. <laughs> or I'm looking forward to this. And then they get out there and then they kind of change their mind. They say, you know what, that, that one was actually one of the best. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was really surprised how much people came out for the horror night. I mean, there were some oh, fantastic costumes, costumes that would that almost rival pop icon night. I mean, yes. Very it much. Was, it was incredible. I mean, I'm I'm at the Vixen, you know, concert, just jamming out, and I look over. There's Large March, <laughs> you know. So I had to stop for a minute, take a picture. I'm like, this is never again. I keep saying this, okay. like hashtag only on the '80s cruise is a thing because I I definitely posted that night. I was like, ran into Large March at the Vixen concert. Hashtag only on the '80s cruise. And then this year we have to talk about Morris Day's performance where all the like other stars showed up on stage and were doing the bird. Yeah. That was so great. Like there's Tone Loke, 
oh, there's Corey Glover. There's Skeletor. <laughs> there's Ursula the Sea Witch. It was, it was insane. We loved that night. That's right. We love all of them were great, but Morris Day. Wow. That's what kind of happens, right? Like, because the, the bands are out there. Most of them are out there all week. A couple are on half the week only, but they all know each other. So when they're not performing, they're hanging out with each other. And then they're like encouraging each other to come up in their shows and stuff. So it's kind of like you said, like some of it is like you can't see it anywhere else. And that's those are the most magical moments for us, too. Like the same with the piano bar jams and all that. We just we don't know who's going to show up. We have a meeting day one and say, OK, everybody remember the piano bar jam is this day. And then they all talk throughout the week and magic. I so, love that. Yeah. So, so speaking of talent, yes. so we went there. So, how do you decide who's going to come on the '80s cruise? How does that process work of booking talent? A lot, a lot goes into it. I mean, first you want to find people that definitely fit the the, the genre, the theme. You know, so they got to be, you know, the '80s. Um, they've got to have a good show. Hopefully, you know, is what we always try to look and do our research on. They have to want to do the cruise. You know, there's a lot of bands that don't want to get on a cruise ship. Um, there's a lot of bands that don't want to be involved with anything that has the 80s moniker also you know they're they're kind of too cool for school or feel like that they're more than just what that was which is too bad um you know and other events have changed their name because of that and we're just not willing to do that it's the 80s cruise and that's what it is because it's it's more than just the bands and the music uh, budget budget comes into it obviously you know you can't get certain bands like guns and roses or duran duran because they're playing massive stadiums or arenas and it's just you know they're out of budget so it's, it's really that always trying to find new stuff things we haven't had that that line between then bringing back some of the bands like living color like you say because once a band has done the cruise they kind of know what to expect and they can actually be better year two or year three or whenever they come back and they can actually help bring other bands out of their shell as well while they're out there. So sometimes it's really important to have repeat bands um, to just kind of just like, just like passengers, right? The first year you guys came on, there were other passengers and people you knew that said, Hey, come do this, come check this out. You don't want to miss this. It's the same thing with the bands. They all communicate. So having bands that have done it before and being able to kind of show them the ropes is important. So that's uh, pretty much what goes into it. And I love the camaraderie amongst the bands i love seeing them hang out together we loved the backstage bar this year you know what's so funny about that i i was like the first day or so i thought we weren't allowed to go back there and then someone told me we could and then that that was probably the number one place that we would run into um talent because i think they thought also this is the backstage <laughs> so this must be where we're supposed to go it looks like a backstage so they'd hang out in there and we we're like oh let's go see so as every time we would walk past the backstage bar we would just pop our heads in to see who's in there <laughs> yeah it was a, just a concept we had this year as we were doing all the theming and we said hey you know what can we do with this and we kind of came up with this concept of like what could we do? Because we wanted to curtain it off because the way it normally looked. And we're like, what's start? If we do that, it's going to look like backstage. And we're like, oh, oh it's like light <laughs> But you're right. You're 100% right. At first, it kind of started out. And we're like, mm, maybe people don't like it. And then we started checking. And then we'd do the same thing at the end of every night. And like all the bands were hanging out in there. It, I guess mm -hmm. they felt like at home or they felt comfortable because it looked backstage. <laughs> but it was. It was wild. And, and then everyone started realizing, like, we need to go in there because we're hanging out with the bands in this bar. Exactly. Like, Right. We now, loved now, that. Now we've told everyone our secrets. So now oh, everyone yeah. knows. <laughs> well, I don't know if they'll have it next year, but yeah. I don't know. That, was, that was cool. You know, and, and the interesting thing was it seemed like the party would migrate from the backstage bar down to the pizza, pizza. area. 
I mean, I don't know how much fun we had between like two and 4 a.m. in the morning with different talent that was hanging around, just hanging out with them. I mean, it yeah. was so cool. That that they're hungry. They like pizza, too. Yeah, that's the um, <laughs> that's the separating the men from the boys right there for sure. When it gets to that time and it's like, who is still hanging out on the promenade by the pizza at 3 a.m. trying to figure out where they can get their next drink and keep hanging. Right. Yeah, we uh, we pretty much shut down the pizza place every night. So hence why we're still recovering from the 80s cruise. And, and, and one thing we missed our first year that we picked up on the second year was we didn't hit the behind the music. Because they're, oh, yeah. they're usually in a lot of them are in the morning and we yeah. were sleeping in. And so this year we really forced ourselves to get out of bed because that is a great opportunity to be able to interact with talent. If you want to get something signed. It's a great opportunity to do that. So, we got some behind us now. So, so, we learned from year one to year two like, all right, no matter how late we stay up at night, we have to bite the bullet and get up that next morning. At least one of us. Has to. Yeah. Yeah. I think there were sometimes it was just me. It but, was. Uh, <laughs> I was like, babe, go get the autograph, come back and wake me up. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. And we're going to, we're going to reschedule some of those a little bit differently moving forward because there was probably a few too many in the morning. But yeah. Those are great. Like, I don't know if you saw the one with Will Calhoun, the drummer from Living Color and uh, Downtown yes. Brown. Like, Fantastic. Yeah, and those are really cool. Downtown Julie Brown was a great ad this year. We really enjoyed her. She was uh, everywhere, all over. She looked like she was having such a blast. I hope she gets to come back because she was really fun. Do, what kind of accommodations do they get? Like, are they in the regular cabins just like we are? Do they have bigger special cabins? Do they have like green room, crazy uh, riders or things that they're asking for? Like, tell us, give us some tea. Um, it's, you know, I wish there was more excitement there, but it's really not. No, they're in, they're in regular cabins, just like everybody else. Um, so you could literally be staying next to one of the bands. Um, some of them, you know, depending on their, their status or whatever, might have a bigger cabin. Um, but otherwise they're, they're just there and, um, there's really no special areas for them at backstage of that, of the stages are really, really small. Um, cause we are on a ship. So typically what we do is we take all their riders and we kind of mark them off and scratch them out. So anything that they are asking for, um, we don't really provide for them. So a lot of bands do ask for odd stuff at times, but we don't have to deal with that because we scratch it out every now and then there's someone who pushes back. I'm trying to think what stuff we've had to do. Um, oxygen. We've had to provide oxygen for certain oh, no. like hard singers, um, live real flowers, which is pretty hard to do on a cruise ship. Yeah. Um, wow. Certain, certain snacks. One of the artists on this last crude cruise had to have ruffle ruffles, potato chips, which okay. was good for me. Cause I'm, I like, I like salty and I like chips. So we ordered a big thing of like all the snack size. So I got to get in on that. So I like that, one. but no, it's not, it's not really that bad. Really. Well, I was going to ask you, did you get off at Puerto Vallarta and run across the Sam's Club real fast and, and get a big bag of it? We definitely have people doing stuff like that at times. Yeah, that, that's one thing that's nice is when you go and you like open the window and like paradise. But then you see like Walmart, we need supplies. Let's go. Yeah, that one that one was odd. Like you had to travel to get to the actual yeah. town. Yeah. This last year we were sophomores. We're, we'll be juniors now. So I'm assuming first year, that wasn't even a thing that you thought about because you're probably just trying to get to the first year of the 80s cruise. But assuming as time went on, um, how did that How did that come about? I mean, how did the classifications of... Uh, and like of, the graduation. Yeah, graduation. Whose idea was that? Yeah, where did all that come from? I mean, that was all just happened organically. Um, 
the first Hades cruiser is in 2016. Uh, we had been working on it since like 2014. And we, we knew it was going to be fun. We knew it was going to be great, but we didn't know exactly what it was going to be or that it was going to be as big as it is. And we went out there that first year and it was just, it was amazing. Um, and it was, it, it was great, but it's like, we've grown so much. Like we have so many more bands that first year, I think we only had like five bands on the main stage. We had like six for the lounges. So we've really grown, but we came back year two and all of a sudden anybody who was on year one was calling new people freshmen. Right. Like, oh, you're a freshman. You're this. We're, we're you know, we're sophomores. The cruisers we're, started that. <laughs> what is going on here? And we're like, OK. And we just kind of left it alone. And then year three, same thing. A lot of people came back and they're like, we're juniors. You're freshmen. You're only sophomore. You're underclassmen and all this. But then they started like bringing them in and we're like, OK, they're building a community. They are all building this community and doing all this. And they would wear beads to indicate like, you know, what year they cruised and all that so then we started embracing it so then on year three we started kind of saying hey, you know who who's you know who's our juniors who's our freshmen and we started doing all that so then as we planned year four we're like we we need to have a graduation but we don't want to do a graduation and people think they can't come back so it's like hey you're graduating to college kind of you're graduating to that next level of the alumni and now we do special things for our alumni um, you know, they get a special show, they get extra things, little perks here and there, and it's just become a thing. So yeah, the graduation ceremony, even if you're not graduating has become one of the coolest parties on the ship. Everybody goes to see a March. I think we had like 300, 320 people March wow. for graduation this year. Uh, and it's really, it's really cool. It's really fun. And it's just, it is what the eighties cruise is. We talk about it all the time, but it really is the community. It's, it's not just a community of the, the bands and, and everything it's it's really the guests and the community they've created it's just pretty unbelievable i mean that's like our favorite thing because yeah. now we have all these friends and the day one we went to the sail away party we got back to and it's we put it in our video and it was totally true we came back and keith said we found our tribe this this is it and these are our peeps they all like the same music as us we all grew up at the same time we have that same shared experience that we'll never get back and we love those people some of our favorite people are people we've met on the 80s cruise and we've we've maintained friendships even though we live all in different places there's no none other in our city unfortunately yeah. but we've maintained friendships throughout the year and now it's like we can't wait it's like a reunion well, next it's, year. it's a family reunion every year yeah, yeah and, and it multiplies i mean like yes. every year we meet more and more people and it's just like we get more and more friends but yeah when, when we got off that first cruise getting on i said i found my tribe getting off i said i think this was one of the best weeks of my life i mean it yeah. was it was so much fun and, and then year two lived up to it it was different because we knew what to expect for you during year two. So I think the fills were a little different, but it was still, I still rank it up there with one of the best weeks of at least my year, you know? <laughs> it's absolutely probably the best week of our year. Yeah. We're, we're always for it. I'll tell you a story. I remember like after you guys were on year one, we started seeing videos, your videos popping up. We're like, what, who are these people? What is this? And like, oh, this is cool. They're doing all these videos. And you would break <laughs> it down by day, right? So you do your day one 
and you're like, oh, you know, there's this sail away party thing going on right now, but it's also a good time to come hang out in the cabin. I'm like, oh, they're new. <laughs> they're not going to stay long. Uh, now you're like, oh yeah, you don't miss the day one sail away party, do you? No. It's like a place like they'll figure it out. You know, they're freshmen. What do you expect? So yeah, our sophomore year was definitely different. And I think one of the bigger things was we were really incognito the first year because we were just doing our thing and no one knew what we were doing and we just did it. And then our videos came out. And then this year, we're especially <laughs> popular with the freshmen because, you know, people are trying to figure out one, what is the eighties cruise about? Do I want to go on it? And then two, like, okay, what do I need? What do I need to, how do I need to prepare? Yeah. You know, what do I need? What the heck's going to happen? That way? Yeah. So they're Googling yeah. and whose face comes up. Yeah. Ours. <laughs> so it was a great job with that. You yes. guys. Oh, learn. Thank We're you. We're just like the everyday people that going on the cruise. Yeah. yeah. So this, so a funny thing happened, Joey, this year, we, on day one, we were like, okay, we'll meet. We told our friends, okay, we'll meet you, you know, and such and such um, in, you know, half hour, we go back to change or whatever. And then we try to get through the promenade to meet our friends on the other end. And we kept getting stopped and Keith and Abby, Keith and Abby, we were like, Oh man, these are all freshmen that have been watching our videos. Thank you for helping us get ready and know what to do for the cruise. We, we you know, we, which, which it was really cool. I mean, we, <laughs> it we, was so cool. We, like, oh we, my we enjoyed meeting all these new folks, but uh, we didn't expect that at first. We weren't so, expecting yeah. it. We didn't know that that they was going to happen. Everyone treats each other like celebrities. Once they get to know you, they stop you everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. fun. It was really fun. We're like, okay, we'll just enjoy this for the week and then we'll just go back to our, our regular lives. But yeah, super fun. And I imagine every year it's just going to be, like you said, more and more friends. Yeah. Next year we're juniors. Nice. Tell us about next year. Speaking of next year. Yeah, tell us about 2024. We got on for next, us. Year, next year, February uh, February 29 through March 7. We leave out of Cape Canaveral again. And uh, we go to Aruba and Curacao. Two awesome, awesome places that we talked about. Extra sea day. Uh, good, good lineup. Great lineup. 38 Special, Debbie Gibson, Soft Cell, Air Supply, Sebastian Bach. Who else? Wang Chung. When in Rome. Rat. Piercy Rat. Yeah. When in Rome. There's there's a ton. There's a ton. And um, we're 88% sold already. Wow. So oh, it wow. is not going to be many cabins left for very long. Yeah. So you, right, you guys, you guys if you're watching, here. you need to go book now. So we put the uh, website at the bottom of the uh, the picture there, the80scruise.com. You can go and book there. Yeah, we'll put a link in the description as well, because a lot of you guys have been asking us about it or saying, like, we want to go. Okay, it's your chance. But like Joey just said, it's probably going to sell out because yeah, the yeah, is... we're going to sell out quicker than usual this year. Um, and yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody out there. And if you're freshmen, go check out Keith and Abby's videos because it's That's a right. great way to learn everything about the 80s. <laughs> and we promise you don't get hazed. If anything, <laughs> I feel like the freshmen get extra special treatment because everybody wants to make sure that they're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I think that is true. Well, Joey, you guys are coming back, right? You said your junior's coming back. Oh yeah. We're yeah. already booked. Oh yeah. And we've already promised uh, our daughter and her, well, will be her husband in a week yeah. to uh, that. They will be able to come on in 2025 when we graduate. So, <laughs> okay. so, you know, we had to endure all my daughter's graduations and all those dance recitals you know, <laughs> we told them that they have to come endure our graduation but i think they're getting the better end of that deal <laughs> yeah they are yeah yeah it'll be good 
Yeah. So no, and, we're, and your daughter's old enough now to, that she can hang with you guys and party and, and try to uh, hang yeah. out until 3 a.m. with you at the pizza bar. Because those are the only kids allowed is you got to be oh, a yes. adult, adult only. That's one of our oh, favorite things about yeah, the 80s. Yeah, our, our kid is 25, so, <laughs> so <laughs> no <good>. worries. <laughs> yeah, so, no, so we're excited to have them. We'll show them the ropes. I don't think they'll be able to hang with us, though. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I would bet money on that. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for joining us, Joey. Good to see you. Yeah, and we definitely, Joey, we need to do this in the spring uh, when we're getting ramped up to go on the cruise when we're all pumped up and ready to go. I would love you to come back and, uh, and we can uh, talk the eighties cruise again then. Yeah, let's do it. And we can get people ready and tell them what to bring and how to prepare and how to party for a week on the eighties cruise. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, thanks, Joey. We appreciate it and have a great evening. Appreciate you guys. See you out on okay. the eighties cruise. See ya. Bye. Well, that was fun. It was really great to get caught up with Joey. And it was really cool hearing all that behind the scenes stuff because I had so many questions about how they put on such an amazing cruise. Inquiry minds wanted to know. <laughs> and we asked the questions and got the answers. So that was fun. That's right. Hey, if you're new to our channel, please subscribe. And also you can find our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. See you next time.